It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Hi there, friends. Welcome back to Beyond the Building. We are so uh, excited and having so much fun looking at perspective, a fresh perspective on so many things together uh, in this month of January as we've entered a brand new year. It's 2023. I don't know. I think there's a lot of perspective changes that are are being shaped up as we all think about what we want or we desire this year to look like as far as our relationships with other people, our relationship with the Lord. And I'm just, you know, it's a, it's a new start, a new beginning. I'm excited to see what God has in store. Also excited because today we are going to take a big, big journey into the word of God. And man, if that's not where I want to start every year, every season, every day, um, that is that is the place to start, Deb. You know, Laura, it's exciting to look at God's perspective in all the different seasons of our lives. And I don't know if you've experienced this, but when I try to see the highs and the lows in my life, particularly through the lens um, of a biblical perspective, it gives me courage. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when I, when I when I see some things unraveling, you know, when it's like, oh no, this is we're heading into a season that's hard. Rather than scrambling and panicking, it's like I'm running back to, all right, God, how do you see this? Yes. How do you see this? And it's giving me uh, some firm footing underneath, so that I'm not as fearful you know, about what's coming. And the other thing too is, you know, when things are going wonderfully and you're, you have this perspective of like, you're enjoying it, but when is the shoe going to drop? Yeah, right. And then you can't enjoy the moment of the blessing because your perspective is, well, this won't last forever. Just ready for the bomb to drop. And God is just like, I'm still faithful in the highs and I'm faithful in the lows. And that has really uh, shaped the way I approach the day in and day out activities um, the things that come by surprise, like we talked about last week. And uh, I feel like it's, I don't know, I feel like there's a, a a confidence that's growing inside of me the more I focus on his perspective. It's almost like, Laura, Jarrett, with glasses, I know you and I have hit that stage, I don't know, about 10 years ago, because we went through it together with the yep. readers, the prescriptions, yep. you know, and we needed to to get some glasses. It's like we need to put on biblical glasses or lenses to be able to see more clearly God's perspective in the moment. Yeah, no, actually, that's kind of funny, Debbie, because, you know, we have gone on this glasses journey together. And I don't know if you remember this, but uh, I purchased a pair of prescription glasses, I don't know, maybe three years ago. And about a year later, I lost them. Now they are not cheap, (laughs) right? They are not cheap. And so right away I lost my glasses and I thought, well, it's kind of like, I'm not going to just run out and buy another pair of $350 glasses. So I stocked up on some readers until I found out, I just found myself all of the time taking the readers on, taking the readers off. You know, I couldn't see this. I had to see that. I just was getting a little bit frustrated with the readers Uh, in my story. And so just a few weeks ago, I actually went to the eye doctor. I got a new script. Yep. And I went and I ordered another pair of glasses. And so I was so excited because all the readers, like they went away because these glasses were going to stay on my face. I could see far, I could see close. I could see the whole thing. 
I didn't have to squint anymore. You know how when you have the readers and you take them off and then you're squinting when you go back to the words. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can cut, you know it, right? And everybody else out there. You can't see who's... far either. You look exactly. out and everybody's blurry. And... It's such a struggle. That's really what it is, right? It's such a struggle. So I was so excited about a week and a half ago, maybe uh, a little bit more. Um, my new glasses arrived. I was thrilled. I put them on and I was like, no more squinting. We are seeing good now. I was so excited to have these new glasses and they, I felt like they looked okay on my face. I was super excited. And then I, I kid you not, um, a week later, Deb, um, I lost them. You did not. You did I lost them. This is what teenagers do. I know. I know. Oh my gosh. Another pair of glasses, you know, to to give me clear perspective. So I didn't have to squint anymore and they're gone. And, and I'm trying to think like, how did this happen? And I remember, uh, don't you remember like the last time you did X, Y, or Z? Like I totally remember I took them off in a place where I don't usually take them off. And I remember saying to myself, if you leave them here, Mm -hmm. this is not part of your habit and you're Mm -hmm. going to lose them. They're probably with the, probably with car keys that people can't find either. (laughs) Exactly. It's it's in that one place, someplace. And then I I told myself, no, no, no. I, I, I get this is out of my habit, but I told myself it would be different this time. And I left them there. It was like, I literally said to myself, you're going to lose them because this is not your habit. And then I said to myself, no, I'll be fine. I'll remember where they are. It wasn't different this time, Deb, never to be seen again. Laura, just think about what you're saying, right? I mean, you and I, we share spiritual things that God shows us through practical things. And you're talking about you stepped out of your habit or you said, I've got this. Yep. And you lost the very tool that you use for your perspective. Yes. I know. I know that you're going to go deep into this. So (laughs) go ahead. Take it away. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I'm back to squinting again, (laughs) right? I'm back to taking readers on and off in order Mm -hmm. to have correct perspective. And I don't have correct perspective all of the time anymore because the glasses come and the glasses go. And what I find myself doing is I am having to work really, really hard to maintain clear perspective. And Debbie, if I hadn't lost those glasses, I wouldn't be in a place right now physically where I have to work so hard to keep clear perspective, to see things clearly, right? To see through the correct lens. Well, that's exactly what happens when we take our spiritual glasses off, or you might say your biblical perspective, right? So you you take that off and now you, you're not seeing things as clearly right. you have to work harder in the natural to try to figure out what is God, what's God's perspective in this, yes. but you're scrambling so I, you know, I, first of all, I do hope you're fine. You find your physical glasses. I'm sorry. No, I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm laughing because look, Laura, here's the thing that our, our listeners can't see right underneath my computer screen where I'm looking at you on zoom, Yeah, like inches away is a yellow card from my ophthalmologist <laughs> and, and wait, wait. So I got I'm like, well, surely this was just a few months ago. No, it was September of 21. Oh, and they were Debbie. like, they were like, Debbie, you need a, um, you know, your, your annual checkup. And oh. I remember thinking at the time I'm doing fine. It's only yeah. once a year. I can hold off for another year Yeah, and I'll just put it here as a reminder. Well, I've seen it, but because it's become less important to me, it's a yellow piece of paper that's yes. still sitting there. So I am, la- I'm laughing because 
my perspective a year ago was I don't need this. Yes. My perspective in 2022 and 23 is I don't need this. Yes. And yet, isn't that exactly what we're talking about? Yes. You know, our biblical perspective, if we start stepping into more, my perspective is what's golden and not God's. Yes. I wonder how off we can get spiritually. Yes. I mean, so I can yes. see, I could see how God is saying, I care about your physical eyes, Debbie and Laura, get on the yeah. ship and <laughs> go take care of your eyes. But let's also use this as a reminder yes. for our, our biblical lenses. Amen. Amen. So true. Uh, well, today we're going to look at uh, a brief overview of the four gospels because Deb, you, you and I know, and many of our listeners know, right? The gospels were written for, by four different individuals. God used four different people to pen many of the same stories. In fact, I'm pretty sure um, a story like the feeding of the five thousand is is in every um, is in every gospel. I'm pretty sure that's one of the few stories that's actually in every gospel. But many of the the gospels ha- share common stories because these individuals were all going through this together at the same time. So there's four books: Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And there's four authors or those who were used to pen the books: Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Each one was written to a different audience. Like Matthew was written to a Jewish crowd and Luke was written to a Gentile crowd. And we can we can kind of read the whole perspective behind each of these authors and what crowd the book was written to. But each author also had a different reason for writing their book. Like Matthew writing to a Jewish audience was showing that the prophetic words that were spoken about in the Old Testament actually were all fulfilled in Jesus Christ. That didn't need to be written to a Gentile crowd. And so you can see that God crafted, right? He chose the right people for the right job, for the right audience, for the right reason. But we also understand that Four different people at the very same event are going to have four different perspectives on the story. And so as we really dive into this thought about maintaining biblical perspective, I think it's so interesting because the first four books of the New Testament were written with four different people with four different perspectives. I I use this example when I teach, I say you have one scene taking place, let's say uh, an event that is taking place and you have four cameras set up at four different angles. Maybe one is a drone, right? And, and three are on different sides. It's the same scene, Yep. but it's what is in the forefront of the camera. It's right. It's going to give you a very different perspective and and people are okay with that, right? People are, can handle that analogy, but there is something in the heart of man that is always looking to question and the enemy is behind this yes. with trying to undermine the word of yes, God. And so yes. I know that we have all heard people or maybe we've walked this road a little bit where folks will say, well, see scriptures are inconsistent. Yes. You know, they're not confirming each other. They are, they're telling different details. So it's not really a legitimate account. The facts don't align. And then they'll use that as the reason not to believe that. And that may be like a critical thinker kind of person who doesn't grasp like the four cameras yes. kind of idea. Although that they would be okay with that with the movie. Right, 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 right. But not with the word of God. And the enemy will just plant those seeds of those thoughts. Yes. With the sole purpose of if he can make a person 
no longer hold the word of God as the standard, like the standard, yes. then, then he feels like he's won something. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't know about you, but when I, uh, I guess before my lenses were correctly in place, as I studied the word of God, and maybe even just uh, being at a different level of maturity in the word, when I would hear people say things like, well, the, the Bible can't be true because this story in the gospel, Matthew says it one way, he adds mm-hmm. that they were on a hillside and the other individual says that they were by the, by the sea or whatever it may look like. They're saying two different things. And I used to be someone uh, who would try to make those things work. Before I understood mm-hmm. this idea of perspective, I would try to make those things work. Like, no, the Bible is true. And if it says that and says that, there's gotta be a reason. And so I'd kind of like try to do something that I could to make it fit, to make it work in order to convince people that what they see or read isn't the case. Yeah, but the, but the truth again, it's just that each author had that different perspective. And it doesn't negate that the other person's perspective is wrong. It doesn't negate the truth of the word, Yep. the standard of what really happened. And, and you know, I really I go back to like the filming of a movie or even a church service on a Sunday, right? You've got, you've got seven cameras going and you've got the worship team on one and the crowd and the pastor's face. And uh, it's just, it, we're all okay with that. Mm-hmm. We're all okay with that. But if we, if we can just apply that to how we read the scripture, it would be a lot easier. Like if we look at the scriptures from our own perspective and we don't think that they align, then you know what? Honestly, then we're another perspective that's another two cents. <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, of course, from the person who doesn't go to the act doctor, like she's yeah, supposed yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I think right now I'm, I'm looking at you thinking, I think my eyes are fine. Yeah. yeah. But Laura, you know what? 10 years ago when I went to get my first checkup, I went and told the, I told the ophthalmologist, I only needed readers on the bottom of my glasses and glass on the top. That mm. was clearly my perspective that I was fine mm-hmm. until I learned when they aligned me against the standard of good vision, right? 2020 vision yes. that I could not see anything far with my left eye. Yeah. yeah. I was compensating. I was making wow. excuses. My body was making excuses. Yeah. And so here I really... I was actually very dysfunctional and didn't know it. And that happens when you align yourself away from a standard, you align yourself away from a biblical standard. You think that you're right. A word tells us, right. That man thinks he's right. Yep. That's right. Own, that's right. His own mind. And yet God's <laughs> the one that's, that's right. got the standard and weighing against what's really true. That's right. So I think that's, that's where we need to look at um, how this perspective is looking at these one stories in right. the word of God. Right. Actually, because Deb, if you have a perspective, right, you had a perspective on the glasses situation mm-hmm. or the eye doctor, the doctor had a perspective on it. And there's so many perspectives. If I have a perspective on Matthew's story and you have a perspective and Matthew had a perspective and the 5,000 people that were being fed had a perspective, that's like, there's so, how many times can I say perspective in two minutes? There's just so much perspective here. But what we actually see when we look at the Bible is the Bible is one book. It's one story. It's one complete book. And every perspective that went into the story that God allowed into the story was in order for us to gain one complete biblical perspective. Mm -hmm. We have to see the whole picture in order to understand what is happening in every individual story 
the ultimate perspective is God's perspective. And we have a biblical perspective. We're going to see it from that point of view. And even while we're on earth, it's still behind a veil. We still can't mm-hmm. see it. That's right. You know, that's, when we get right. to heaven, that's when we'll have the that's most right. accurate perspective. That's right. Because what we think right now, you know, those who have gone into heaven before us, they are seeing with a much clearer picture. Yep. You know, the whole, the whole picture. So that's right. If for us to say, well, I've got to accomplish getting God's whole perspective. I just don't think you can get the whole perspective until that's you're right. in heaven. That's right. No, I'm laughing because you and I lived together in college and, um, it was, that was a fun year. We did it a was, lot of laughing. It was. <laughs> I was, I was the older woman. I was the sophomore and you're the freshman. You still are. You I still are. am the older woman. Thank you for that perspective. And, um, we lived in a dorm, a woman, a girl's dorm named Kent, uh, Kent dormitory for that year, but you, it was all new to you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I had lived there already the first year. And so we went into that year with a, with very different perspectives for you. The whole experience was new for me. I was comfortable with it, mm-hmm. you know, like living in a dorm life, the thrill of that, you know, I was already mm-hmm. living there, but you and I also lived on this first floor. So when we looked out our window, we saw the legs of yes. everybody in line yes. for a dining hall. And I'll bet if we were to look at our journals, cause you and I did journal back then, some of this, we, we could both journal about the same experiences that we walked through together but I think our perspective still would have been different. Our details that we would have given were very different. Well, exactly. Uh, referencing that uh, line for the dining hall. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never, I have never lived that line before. And if I were to share with somebody or write in my journal about looking out the window and seeing the legs, if I saw 25 people waiting for the dining hall, I would have been like, this is a crazy long line, right? I would have written like the dining hall line was so long tonight. And I would have said, Laura, I don't know what you're talking about. This is like the gyro night. Nobody wants to eat that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's like, we've seen much longer lines, you exactly. know, like pizza night or something. So it doesn't mean my story or your story is incorrect. It's just based on perspective. And I had been through some of that already That's and right. you had it. That's right. That's right. And that really takes us back to the word, right? Because like we just said a second ago, God's perspective, the biblical perspective is what we're after. And when we have the right glasses on, we're going to see the truth for what it is. And we're going to see that God is moving in his perspective in all of our stories. He's doing that through the word, using the word to bring healing to our brokenness and transform our stories, restore us, uh, regardless of how we view the world, right? We want to be restored back to him. And so he's got his own perspective. And I just want to share quickly that all of these disciples who had different perspective on their stories, Deb, you know, if you watch The Chosen or if you have studied any of these stories about them walking down the road, arguing about who's the greatest, mm-hmm. they had their own perspective on things until what? Until the resurrection. When Christ showed himself as the resurrected Christ, ban, they started becoming unified people with one vision. Their perspective was all viewed in light of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And because they had that commonality, while they still had differences, their overarching perspective was kingdom-based. It was seen through God's lens. It was for life and it was to grow the kingdom. So I, I love the fact that, that, Looking back to or at the crucified Christ, the risen Christ, the resurrected Christ, when we all are looking at that same place, it does unite us 
to people who are uh, surrendered to the perspective that God has rather than holding on to our own perspectives like they're the only way that we can continue to grow um, or the only one that's right. All right, so I'm going to ask you a question. So you have this biblical perspective, almost as if you had a new pair of glasses. Laura, how do you keep them? How do you keep, <laughs> just asking just a rhetorical, you know, just kind yeah. of rhetorical question. How do you keep your biblical perspective? Yeah, well, Deb, I definitely am not the one to ask how you keep. <laughs> I just did. Your natural I... glasses, because I actually need to ask some people that myself. But I think the first thing that we need to do, if we actually go to even your uh, thought about your your note there right under your computer, right? Oh, thank you. Let's bring that up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Um, the first thing is really, I think we need to be constantly checking our prescription. We need yeah. to make sure um, that we are you know, we change, right? You're talking about your eyes. Mm -hmm. The word of God never changes. God's right. perspective doesn't change, but we do change. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure that we are not uh, nearsighted where everything's about us or farsighted, like God doesn't care about the situation that I'm in right now. I think the first thing that we need to do in order to keep uh, biblical perspective is constantly getting our prescription uh, updated or checked, right? Where are we supposed to be? When when we get the note, go in. When God says, I, I, we need an adjustment here, be like, okay, I, I, something happened in my, in my, uh, in me that mm -hmm. isn't aligned with your perspective. So I want that heart check at all times, right? The Bible says, search me and know me. It's almost mm -hmm. like that, you know, give me an eye checkup. Am, mm -hmm. am I seeing correctly through your lenses? All right. This is just convicting. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> about this because I was just thinking, I'm thinking about myself with the fact, literally I have this yellow paper in my hand going, mm -hmm. Debbie, you need to commit to do this, right? You know, your change of perspective does not change overnight. Yep. It's very slow. And so you, you really believe that you're okay, but unless you're getting checked, you really don't know how much you've changed. Yes. Yeah, yes, I mean, that's, that's right. Just, that's um, right. That's I'm right. I'm just thinking about this for myself. Like I've been saying for a year, I'm okay. Yeah. And I'll get to this. And yeah. I really did not realize it's been that long. Yeah. Yeah. Since I it just time slips by. Yeah. And I'll be very interesting when I go in to see how far off the standard. Yep. I am. It's like you have your glasses. Now I use my glasses. Mm -hmm. I have to. Why? Because my eyes are are changing. But we have this tool of the word of God and we all have access to it. And in this day and age where you can Google anything, you can study the word so easily. We don't pick it up and use yep, it. That's it's right. like not picking up your, your glasses. I mean, it's funny. How many times have you had your glasses on your head and you're squinting to read a recipe or something? Yes. Yes. And, and my husband right. will say, Debbie, your glasses are on your head. Yes. And then I feel kind of dumb. It's yes. like, just pull them down. Oh Yeah. How many times are we struggling with an issue in our lives and, you know, we're, we're trying to figure it out on our own perspective, our own yep. um, opinion, yep. right? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yep. Don't lean on your own understanding. It's like, put your spiritual lenses on, put your biblical lens on your glasses because you don't have to strain the yep. Holy Spirit quickens That's right. the, the wisdom that you need, the, the That's discernment right. that you need, the Holy Spirit who lives in you quickens Yep. That instruction and clarity that you need through the Holy Spirit when you pick up the word. That's right. And when you attune yourself to paying attention to the Lord. Why Christians run around with their spiritual glasses on top of their head, struggling, Great. struggling for wisdom is yes. beyond me. Spoken yes. from the one who needs to get her eyes checked. 
<laughs> yeah, right. I love that. I love that, Deb. You got to use it, right? It's got to be in the right place. You got to you got to keep it going. And then, honestly, I, I think the third thing we can hit here as a way to keep our biblical perspective goes back to what I was saying: how I lost my glasses. I I put them someplace that I don't usually. It wasn't a healthy habit. I I put my glasses someplace that I usually don't put them because I thought that I could take care of it. Right. I thought mm -hmm. I'd be back. I thought I would remember. And I think I would say the third way would be guard your glasses, you know, and we guard our glasses by maintaining healthy habits instead of um, thinking that we're just going to figure it out later, man, I left mine in a bad place and they're gone. I'm so frustrated now, but you're only going to know biblical perspective by staying in the word. That's a healthy habit. And you're only going to stay in the word when you're in a routine with the word. So mm -hmm. I think I just, I'd say what I've learned from this, um, if I want to have the correct perspective on life, God's perspective, a biblical perspective, and I don't want to squint and have to work in order to see that I'm going to guard my glasses. I'm going to maintain healthy habits and it's not going to be quite as frustrating as mm -hmm. what I'm living right now, because let's be real in the, in the glasses world. I don't get new frames for two years, Debbie. <laughs> That's the insurance plan. <laughs> like this is a long, long way out. So uh -huh. we don't want, we don't want issues that are going to last for two years because we're not guarding our habits, right. That, that God has given us to, well, there's to consequences. There's yeah, exactly. Long ones. Right. Yep. Right. Right. Yep. Wow. So it's still January. Laura, this is one of those months where we have five Mondays uh, for beyond the building. And so we, did something last year and we still, we're going to do it again this year on the fifth, fifth Mondays in uh, each, whatever month has five Mondays, we're going to pull a blast from the past. Yep. And so you and I are, have already picked um, an exciting message that we're going to bring from in the past for, especially for our listeners who are, are new. We have a lot of new listeners tuning in. So next week, guys, it's like, it's like the Monday surprise on beyond the building. We hope that you'll <laughs> tune in and, right. uh, and look, these, these are so fun that even if you've heard it before, it's good again on round two. That's right. That's right. So we just want to thank everybody. Um, this is just a, a January reminder to get your eyes checked. Um, <laughs> and hopefully by the time Laura and I are back, I will have uh, my eyes already examined and Laura will have found maybe her glasses. That, that would be, be so amazing. Well, but only so if you amazing. don't go buy new ones first. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. Well, thanks yeah. for being a part guys. Uh, take care and guard your, guard your vision. Keep your perspective aligned with God's. It's the only way to go. Take care. We'll see you next Bye -bye, time. Bye-bye everybody. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember you were created for more.